You're listening to Michelle Redfern and Mel Butcher on Lead to Soar, bringing you the best leadership advice and mentorship from around the world. Learn more at leadtosoar.com. Hey, Michelle, welcome back for another episode of Lead to Soar. Nice to be back, Mel, and uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation today. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Listeners, we've got a quick one here for you to um, just give you something to noodle on, perhaps if you're looking for a new job or whenever you're looking for your next gig in the future, and that is what to do when you need to submit references or you need to ask for a referee, as they say in Australia. So Michelle, talk to us a little bit about this. Let's maybe start with why did this topic come up? So this topic came up because one of the wonderful women in our network shared a story. So we are no names, no pectoral, of course, but she's okay with this. She shared a story with us in one of our coaching sessions last year about how she was literally the preferred candidate for a role and her references were contacted and one of those references gave her an unfavourable or a not favourable reference and as a result she didn't get the role. Look, it was really helpful because, of course, as you know, in our coaching sessions, our weekly coaching sessions, Mel, we all get around whoever's saying, hey, I've got this this matter to discuss. So there was a lot of wisdom and experience on the call. But I guess the first lot of responses to that was, oh, my God, how did that even happen? Why did that happen? What was their beef? And as the discussion unfolded, it occurred to me that we just don't necessarily educate people enough about the protocol around asking someone to be a reference for you. And this is where it came from. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe I can ask you to coach me a little bit here because I thought about how obvious it seems to me that you would talk to a reference before giving a potential employer their name and number. But I think this helps us take it a bit further, several steps further, perhaps. So one step further could be something like you contact the potential reference and say, hey, I'm going after this job. I'd like to use you as a reference. Do you feel comfortable giving me a favorable reference? Absolutely. If you don't, that's okay, right? Mm. Like there's that upfront piece of can you give me a favorable reference and getting that honest answer, maybe that person just doesn't feel comfortable for whatever reason and you need to know that before their name and number goes into the pot. But how might you take it even further than that, Michelle? I don't want to ignore the the key word in what you've just, that advice you've just shared, Mel, which is, will you give me a favourable reference? So over the years, I have had many people say to me, will you be my referee, a reference for me? The ones that I really care about, which is everyone, but you know, but I've said to people, the better question to ask me is, will I be a favourable referee for you? Because anyone can be a referee. And as we found out from our member in, in, um, the network, 
yeah, you can be a referee, but it won't always be favourable. So I think that's a really important point. So please don't assume that a former boss or colleague or client will be a favourable referee for you. Please ask them. And also, as Mel rightly pointed, give them the opportunity to say, actually, I don't know that I'm the best person. So I, I had someone contact me last year to ask me to be a referee for them. And I said, look, it's been quite some time since we worked together. I don't know that I'm in the best position to give you a current favourable reference. I think there are better people that you can go to. It's difficult not to support someone. Yeah. But the reality was I don't think I was going to do that person any favours. So that's number one. And people who, who are listening who have been asked to be referees as well or give references, please, there's some tips in here for you as well. Please give them, this is the job I'm going for. Here are the skills, strengths and attributes that I'm focusing on as why I should be the preferred candidate. Here's the evidence of the same and here are the things that I'd like you to emphasise when you're asked about my capability and capacity. You don't want your referee to do all the heavy lifting. Do it for them. They are giving, as we've talked about in other episodes, Just like a sponsor, these people are putting their social and political capital on the line for you. So help them do that in a way that is going to be favourable to you. So give them a document. I'm going to use the example of another one of our our members who I have been a reference for on three occasions. And this person, she is the best example that I've ever worked with. Rings? Will you be a reference for me? Yes. Here's the role and I'm about to send you an overview, Michelle. And so I get the job and the position description if I want to read it, but the key points that she pulls out of it. Then she says, here are my strengths and what I'm bringing to it. Here's what I'd like you to emphasize. And there's a written document, a one pager, a written document for me to refer to when I'm contacted by the recruiter. She then gives me feedback after the process I won the role. I didn't win the role. Here's the feedback that I got. And it's it's this beautiful closed lip. So that's one of the best examples that I've had. And I feel absolutely well positioned to be a positive advocate for her in that process. Well, I love the follow-up there. I want to build on the piece before that with a bit of a story that happened uh, in my life. So a while ago, I was working for a company And I referred in a candidate, someone who is more senior than me, right? I referred in a candidate. They interviewed this person. They decided that they probably wanted to extend an offer. They contacted one of this individual's former employers. It was not a person listed as an official reference. It was a situation where the hiring manager had a relationship with someone senior level at this individual's previous employer, contacted them to get feedback on how would you describe this person, basically. And what I saw happen in that moment is that the former employer basically set a baseline for this candidate of around what to expect. And in this particular case, it wasn't great. It wasn't bad either. It was kind of neutral. And I almost felt like it 
put this person in a position to move laterally, but not to advance. So what I want to emphasize around what Michelle described a moment ago there is that the person asking for the reference gave Michelle specific guidance to help her shine. And if you're going for advancement, which of course we want all of you to do, if you're going for advancement, you need to have references that will emphasize skills at the next level, not just say you did a great job as a PM or whatever you were doing previously. You need to really emphasize the business strategic and financial acumen at the next level. So. Yeah, absolutely. And the unofficial reference is something that we know happens and networks are networks. And in some industries, they are very close and, and that doesn't mean the end of the line. And I think particularly where there's, you know, and there are so many industries and, and sectors that are really crying out for, for fantastic people. Don't worry about, oh God, I had a bit of a conflict with an ex-colleague or a boss and what if they contact me? Make sure you nail your current references and prepare them really well because employers are, most of them are pretty, they're pretty mature and they're going, you know what, we know that stuff happens and we also know that in some places where someone chooses to move on for advancement purposes, there are some less mature leaders who who kind of feel a little bit ripped off when that happens, which of course is ridiculous. But so the, I guess the, the message here is don't worry about the unofficial reference or the fact that there might be a boss in your background that may be contacted and may not give you the most favourable reference. Get your current referee or referees really well positioned, as you've said, Mel, to help you shine and really focus on what you can bring, how you drive outcomes, how you help an organisation move towards its strategic and financial goals. And again, I don't want to underemphasize the importance of you understanding in every role your positional purpose. Why do they pay you? What outcomes are you paid to deliver for the organization? And think about those and really talk about those outcomes when you're positioning your references to help you shine. Mm, yep. So don't leave it up to the, you know, just will you be a reference for me? Mm-mm. Will you be a favorable reference for me? Still incomplete. Will you be a favorable reference for me? Fantastic. Let me help you prepare. I'll send you through a one pager outlining the role that I'm going for, where I think I can deliver value. And remember that three part, the problems I solve, the value I create, the outcomes I deliver. Tell them about that and ask the hiring manager or the recruitment firm, how can I prepare my referee? And they may say, here's what we're going to ask them. Some may say, we're not going to share that. Others will. So prepare, prepare, prepare as much as possible so that they can really position you to shine. I love it. We know it makes a difference. You know, I. it's interesting because until this particular matter had occurred, Mel, I was a little bit like, yeah, references, just ridiculous. Why do we still do that? Because let's face it, they're only ever going to be favourable. Well, turns out <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. Now, 
some listeners may wish to record that, that I said I was wrong for posterity because <laughs> I don't say it very often. But um, no, I do. So it turns out that we can let ourselves down if we don't prepare those people properly. Well, I think this has been a great episode. So dear listeners, you can do this. You can prepare your references and do your part to ensure that you get the favorable outcome you want for the job offer and the whole package and what it looks like. So you can do this. You can. And the other call to action is for those of you who are called upon to be a reference for someone else. If they don't ask you those questions and you really care about their advancement, coach them. Coach them on how to ask for a favourable reference. Coach them on what you need from them so that they can shine. So please, let's spread this far and wide, folks. I love it. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Mel. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Lead to Soar. We sincerely appreciate your honest, positive reviews. You can leave questions at leadtosoar.com for Michelle and Mel to answer on future episodes. Until next time, we hope you'll use what you've learned here and lead to soar.